0: world leaders understand that just like a chess game, if you move too quickly, You're going to screw it all up and not because they want to but because if they're forced to push ahead against an adversary or an enemy they're going to realize that they're going to come into a lot more issues than if they just sat back and did nothing now you might say okay dave what does that have to do with anything it's going to come full circle you'll see what i'm talking about now before i start this very quickly i just want to give a quick shout out to willie miller from Southie. big fan of the show fantastic great guy so willie thank you for watching as always and chris from australia chris thank you so much too now we're going to jump right into it. So what you read in the title of this episode is not exactly what it seems. So let me first break this down. There's a, many different things that we actually have to connect here. But Hanger 18, what does that stand for? Hanger 18 stands for halogenic, anomalistically negated groups of Alpha Centauri residences. Now you may say, whoa, what is that? what does that have to do with anything? So halogenic refers to the overall concept of utilizing elements on the periodic table in order to enhance a certain whatever apparatus or something of the sort right now the thing is is the reason why it's called negated groups of alpha centauri is because there's a certain overall subversive group of the Nordics that come from the Alpha Centauri star system. Now, if they originated there or not, it's hard for me to say. However, these are some of the Nordics and some of their specific factions or sub-factions that have made arrangements with the United States military in order to have certain bases left alone. And I've spoken about this before, and they have these bases mainly within the Tonto National Forest in Arizona and the Indian Springs within Nevada. And ironically enough, the alleged deep underground military base maps connect these two locations with the underground Mach 2 speeds that Phil Schneider has spoken about, Al Bilek has spoken about, and Gary Webb was about to speak on before he coincidentally committed suicide, right? And I say that sarcastically. Now, here's the interesting thing about all of this, and let's, let's just get right into it. Human hearts actually beat at a very specific frequency, okay? Everything that essentially vibrates and lives gives off a frequential range. So here's what we need to understand. The human pulse rate, according to ScienceDirect.com, is generally between 40 and 120 beats per minute, which is equivalent to 0.6 to 2 hertz per minute. Now, yes, this is a low frequency, but I want you guys to keep something in mind. If we can connect the fact that, which we can, frequencies and vibrations are very separate, and we've established that. What we understand here is that frequencies give purpose to vibrations. And what I mean by this is, is this vibrations are very, very stagnant in the way in which they exist within this universe because they're made to essentially create the overarching core of what's made up of this fabric of this particular third dimensional universe now yes there are higher dimensions and these vibrational states change and adjust based on which dimension they're delegated to be in and the way they give off energy is through frequency so now that we've established that we need to then under look, look at uh, the representation of what 18 stands for in, in the the phrase hangar 18. Now let's take a look for a second at some of the most basic principalities of being able to decode something. Let's take a look at the numerical representation that connects directly to the alphabetical number. So whichever number is in the alphabet that connects to this letter is what's going to explain everything for us. So if we take a look, number one is A. And what we're going to find within one of the documents that has to do with Hangar 18 is that this is absolutory honor. So number one is A, number eight is H. H is the eighth letter in the alphabet. A is obviously the first. Absolutory honor. You're going to say, hold on, hold on. That's extremely confusing. Where'd you get all that from? Well, absolutory honor, and if you could just bear with me, I got some notes here, happens to be, according to many CIA whistleblowers, the highest level of classification bestowed upon a CIA agent who cannot be publicly recognized because of the sensitivity or classification of their work that they were doing right so when a cia agent or a contractor under the cia receives the absolutory honor whether they're deceased or not or still alive they're given this award in privacy with the agents in the room that are familiar with this operation and then that is it they're done now this is interesting because i would dare to say that these nordics have made such a a, an arrangement or contract and over the many years have established such such a principalistic and fundamental trust between the humans and or the american government and that and themselves that they've actually been able to be classified as absolutory honorable not people but i guess beings or whatever you want to call it right or people we can call them that now i do understand there was a movie Hangar 18 that was based on this. This is another part of this aspect, which is predictive programming. I believe the movie came out in the 80s, I believe it was, called Hangar 18. And it had to do with a lot of different things we're discussing in this episode, which is ironic because I myself have not seen the movie. All I know is that the movie exists and it's out there. So let's take a look at some films, for example that we see that came out 10 15 years ago that we realize have slowly but surely been able to subtly predict things that have come out in the long term of the overarching timeline of things and what i mean by this is this when we take a look at the fact that they cannot control when i say they i mean world governments contractors different military industrial complex big pharma big oil all the ones that are really pulling the strings here they cannot control the specific actions of every little thing that occurs. They're trying to, but overall, as long as the overarching timeline of things follows through with what their initial planning was, they're happy with it. Sort of like a game on a chessboard. You, maybe you lose a pawn here or there, but as long as you, know, you get your queen, let's say, to kill the king by the end or take out the king, that's all that really matters, and we got to look at that in the same way here. Now, here's what we have to understand. The human heart is so deeply ingrained with Frequential Vibrations and Existential Knowledge within the Akashic Records that it can actually provide power if the vibrations of the frequencies that are being emitted are harnessed in a very curated way something that maybe humans on a classified level could do but it's it's very hard to say now when we take a look at some of the forms and films that have been portrayed what we're going to see here is that if we look at the film for example the departed with Leonardo DiCaprio Jack Nicholson and a bunch of other people that came out in 2005 i think Matt Damon was in it as well they constantly reiterate The phrase that, oh, we're going to be at war with China in 20 some odd years or something like this. That's only one film out of many that has discussed this. And what I'm saying here is that for Hangar 18 to come out in the 80s and for it to suddenly make a reoccurrence now, what we're going to find here is that this might be a coincidence, but it also might not be. Right now, I'm giving it a full on 50-50, but these are the kind of things they want us to do. They want us to question it so it creates doubt. Right. And these are the people within the CIA, within the intelligence community that create this kind of stigmata. Right now, when we take a step back, here's what we're going to find as well. If we look at the way in which this alleged galactic fleet operates, what we're going to see here is that it operates in a way that completely defies The human understanding of the laws of physics and I'm going to be putting up a screenshot right now for you guys of a video on YouTube that seems to be completely authentic. No one has yet to disprove it. But I do want to say if it could be disproven, please come forward. Now, I want to mention that this is not my video. I'll put the link in the description of the gentleman who posted this. It was from. The account Third Phase of Moon, verified account, great uh, great account, personally, I enjoy and came out about two years ago. So what we're seeing here is we're seeing many different pieces of the puzzle be scattered and distorted all over the place. Now, the next thing we have to understand is that there are underground bases that connect the Tonto National Forest, which I believe is the fourth or fifth national largest forest in the United States. That is government property. You cannot touch it. You cannot, no matter how much money you throw at them. They will not restrict even or lessen the restriction of that land, which is very rare because usually speaking, when you throw enough money at the right people in government, regardless if they're old or young or whatever, they usually give up certain parts of natural reserve land, so to speak. But again, ironic that the fifth largest or fourth largest national park in the U.S. is the only park that they will not give up land on. Okay. now, according to Phil Schneider and Al Bilek, these Mach 2 underground trains that connect the deep underground military bases connect from multiple bases in Arizona to multiple bases in Nevada. Again, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, all these states are some of the most prominent states with the most prominent deep underground military bases. Right now, the next thing we have to understand is this. A lot of reports that Geraldo Rivera and many other reporters have reported on in the early 2000s that just kind of vanished and went away had to do with the Tonto National Park and also had to do with the fact that people encountered human-like but different-looking species, which we now know to be the Nordics, that seemed to use a pen-like device to essentially nullify them and freeze them. And I've spoken about this in an episode a couple weeks ago. And they fall to the ground and they start bleeding out. And the Nordics start examining them. The humans, as they're dying and bleeding out, I imagine, to try to understand them. Now, here's the interesting thing about all of this. There are tons of reports on people going missing in the Tonto National Park. Never been solved. Tons of disappearances. You name it, from people claiming to experience paranormal activity, to hearing weird humming sounds frequently to encountering some of these Nordics themselves. Some people have gotten out of there alive, and I'm not trying to say once you go in, it's some creepy forest. No, it's just it just so happens that depending where you go, it turns out, according to many different cases over many, many years, you might never come back. And it's ironic that Google, the website, the company, is trying to suppress these stories, but if you look deep enough, you'll find them. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is that when the human heart beats... There's something very interesting about this. It gives off what's called a micro piezoelectric pulse diagnoser. Now, this is according to ScienceDirect.com and many other sources. Didn't we do an episode where we spoke a couple weeks ago about how piezoelectricity may have given power to the pyramids? Right. And this was someone who was pointed out. uh, This is something that was pointed out to me by a good friend of mine. So I'd like to thank him for that as well. But at the same time, let's take a look and let's understand that at very low frequencies, there's enough power that vibrational states could harness if curated correctly to allow for such or let's just say organs to power such craft and what we realize here is that we're so so far behind when it comes to being able to power certain vehicles even on a public level not on a secretive level but on a public level i mean don't even get me started on gas and oil and all that but let's just say for even water and corn to power vehicles is pointless because you can use frequencies to power them and this is exactly what this galactic fleet is doing and so when we take a step back what we also have to understand is that there's so many connections here That seem to be deeply ingrained with the TWAO, the tall white area of operations that Google Earth seems to block out and put back on every so often, which is located in the Indian Springs, which is the same base that this galactic fleet comes out of, which ironically is connected to, again, the Tonto National Forest, where people are seen mutilated, dead, bleeding out. And so it's not that radical to think, for example, that these human hearts are being given or harvested for this type of power because it's an everlasting power as long as you can still allow the human heart to beat then it still gives off frequencies it doesn't need to be in a human body so what is happening here allegedly is these human hearts are being taken into this base or this underground complex or city, or within the craft themselves, and they're being used to power these ships. And I know how crazy that sounds, but after what I just explained to you guys, I don't know if that sounds so radical anymore, right? Now, what I want to do as well is I want to refer you guys to an article by NewsIntact.com. Now, the headline is Exclusive Secret Base for Man-Eating Aliens Being Built, U.S. Official Records Reveal. Let's ignore the headline for a second. Let's focus on one part of this article. Let's take a look at this here, and I quote the United States Department of Agriculture has released a number of files alleged alien and UFO activity on land managed by the US Forest Service including details of the outlandish allegation The U.S. Forest Service data was obtained by John Greenwald, founder of the Black Vault website, who obtains and publishes former confidential official data on aliens and UFOs. Records of the service's Southwestern Region office in Albuquerque, New Mexico, detail a bizarre call from an an alleged witness to the construction of an alien base in the Tonto National Forest near Phoenix, Arizona. An email was sent by the department to all ranges. On December 30th, 2013, detailing the extraordinary encounter, the email said, and I quote, David received a call this morning at the front desk from a male caller reporting the construction of a secret government installation upstream from the Salt River Canyon past Pinal Creek, upstream from Roosevelt Lake. And he said, and I quote, aliens and at least one detached head are involved. All right. The caller claims to have seen construction and construction cranes and workers coming out the side of the cliffs, miniature stealth planes and UFOs, aliens, and tall, abnormally large humanoids working together at the site and things like this. Now, end quote. What's interesting about all of this is that this is extremely aligned with a lot of the secret operations that occur. For example, Project Janet, all right, alleged tall humanoids. So many other project projects were alleged humans, but we claim to be Nordics in a private sense are encountering and interacting with humans just enough so that people don't notice just enough to blend in but not enough so that if someone looked very carefully they would say oh these people or this these individuals are not from this planet right so i know that i would that we should be going more into the depths of understanding frequencies and vibrations and things like this but we we've done that so much in the past week i want to focus more on the physical aspect of it right now You might say, okay, Dave, how the hell would this even be a realistic thing? Well, here's what I say. Take a look at the evidence for yourselves, guys, and take a step back and say to yourselves, okay, how much of this could be disproven and how much of it could be legitimately proven? Now, when we take a step back and we go, okay, the human heart thing is a bunch of bullshit, pardon my English. Well, then why are mutilated cows and bodies also found in the same general locations? Why are eyewitness reports going crazy of harvesting these types of human organs? I mean, yes, could it be possible for some type of sex trafficking operation? Sure, but I don't know who would be running a sex trafficking operations out of the Tanto National Forest, (laughs) right? Especially when it's been guarded and protected abnormally in an insurmountable amount of staffers that are surrounding that particular forest. It's extremely, I guess we could call it anomalistic, so to speak. I've never seen so many forest reservation employees guard a forest the way that this one does, right? So... I want you guys to let me know what you think because this is an extremely interesting topic and it's a very interesting project and I think we've only scratched the surface. So I covered things from predictive programming to different things like the Nordics having their own base and kind of being free to do what they want all the way to human hearts being able to power these types of galactic fleets. So let me know what you guys think and what we'll do is we will take a step back and we'll we will actually look into th- to this some more, excuse me, in the next couple of weeks because I think we've just scratched the surface. So I just want to introduce this to you guys. So thank you so much for watching and we will catch you tomorrow. Cheers.